Adventures, the show all about the CW's Superman and Lois. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're back with a big one, episode seven, Man of Steel. Yep, and this one, Clark struggles to help Jordan, who is grappling with a new power. Meanwhile, Lois enlists Clark's help, which leads to a surprise encounter. Tells you everything you need to know right there. It's yep, the- I, I, I think I looked at this like on the TV guide thing, and I was like, wait, is this last week's episode? Because this sounds like... <laughs> the description from last week but yeah i think at the end of the year we should have trivia i read a description you tell me what episodes it's from (laughs) good idea and i'll say this is the one where clark struggles to help jordan who is grappling with the new power and that will just tell you right there that's what that's that's what it is that's what it is uh directed by david ramsey from known from as john daigle and arrow Mm -hmm. most well known for that dexter among other things he has done uh and written by jay jameson so Overall, what did you think of this one? I think of of the seven episodes we've seen so far, this definitely had the highest ratio of things I was not expecting to see towards things I was expecting to see. There's quite a few, uh, there was quite a few surprises in this episode. Um, directions I wasn't exactly sure that they were going to go. So, I that was that was interesting. And then it was also really great to see Lois and Clark working together on something, albeit for a little bit of a little a small amount of time but that was something especially in the last episode we were we were both really wanting to see more of was them working on something together absolutely that's what jumped out to me was seeing them work together uh even briefly like you said there is pretty cool it's like they're like a really good team and she's been right. together more and get stuff done but that was good yeah um a big episode i think this is a, an important episode I'm, cur- I'm still kind of processing it and so yeah. i wonder um i think Think that a lot of great stuff in here, but I wonder how this is kind of uh, the end of the season. I will look back on this and, and know how I feel about it, right? Because it's like a middle part of the story, and we're just getting a small snippet of this and some really cool things, some really interesting things, and mainly uh, it answered some questions, but also raised more questions, which I am, yeah, I'm just, I am kind of like waiting to see. Well, okay, let's watch our next chapter and see where it goes from here. But another, you know, well acted, well directed, well written episode. Definitely. And and as we get into it, we'll we'll cover this stuff more. But I'll just say I there are more there are things in this episode that scare me a little a bit a little bit about the direction that they're going. I don't think they're going to go full down the path I don't want them to, but I think it's more that they're like hinting at that so that we can have some redemption and go in a better direction. But I'm being intentionally vague because we'll we'll get into it more and if you don't want spoilers i don't know i'm not going to say exactly what happens but we'll we'll talk about it if you don't want spoilers don't listen to a podcast about a tv show hey people everybody well, can do their own thing I, so I maybe, know. I'm maybe stop right now but <laughs> that was our non-spoilers section let's get into the the plot now yeah so jordan's super hearing is coming in that is that's what's going on with his headaches and everything not a big surprise uh we only get to spend like 15 seconds at the fortress and see Jorel there and he basically just he tells us what we already know that hits his super hearing and he needs to learn to control it um it took this clark a couple weeks he said to to get a handle on it which seems fairly reasonable i think i don't know i don't I, <laughs> how do you judge that how do you judge I, that i don't know when, I, when did you, when you get your super hearing right how long did it take you i mean normally it takes it could take three to four weeks and but he's superman so <laughs> It only took him a couple of weeks. It seems like it takes Jordan, I don't know, 42 minutes uh, plus commercials <laughs> to get a handle on it. I, I think he's probably still struggling with it at the end of the episode. But yeah, it's. I, I was hoping to maybe spend a little more time at the Fortress and get a little more information. But it's 
it's not a big surprise that it's just superhero coming in. So I guess there's not much more info that we need. Clark didn't have a smartphone picture, I guess. Yeah. That he could look at. Um, yeah. Quick, quick snippet of the fortress. I don't, we didn't see Jorel. Did we, we just heard him. Is there was right? a, well, there was the, there was like the hologram projection of him for, I don't even think you can see his face. It's just like, it looks like a hologram body, 3d body oh, okay. for I, a second. Yeah. I didn't even notice it. Um, I guess we can get Jordan's stuff bunched together because we just cut to him a few different times. Yeah. And sort of one of the B-plots here. Uh, what, do you have any other thoughts other than what you just said about the... There, there was one funny thing that's not it's not important, but he's he's got these noise-canceling headphones on so to, to keep all the sound out. And so he is kind of dead to the world. He can't hear people trying to talk to him. And so clark gets his attention by using his cold breath on him and like breathes in his face which if you really think about it is kind of rude like if i'm gonna get someone's attention i could just go tap on the shoulder i don't think i would ever blow in somebody's face even if that's one of my superpowers <laughs> yeah it's kind of fun but had clark just brushed his teeth right it raises <laughs> a lot of questions there uh but yeah getting back to it it's it was interesting to see to see him dealing with that and like all of the the different sounds that they could use to and really turn up to try to give you the experience of what he's experiencing like the water hitting or the clock ticking just to show just how sensitive and powerful the super hearing is um but yeah i, I thought it was kind of cool the way they handled it where like you said he's got the picture on the smartphone and it helps him focus like the way that he learns to focus is he focuses on a person or a situation that he wants to be a part of so i thought that was kind of an interesting take on and um figuring out how to use his super hearing yeah i have nothing to add to that other than this is probably the highest volume of people looking strangely with their face and listening yes. with their ears with their super hearing that we have ever seen uh clark uses it a little bit jordan and wesley does a lot of standing around listening to things weird thing to show visually but um i, mean, yeah. I, I think they did fine it is a little strange if you think about it why are they just standing around looking weird but there's a reason this is yeah this is definitely a super hearing heavy episode uh, sure um but Getting back to uh, where the beginning of the episode, Lois finds the real Marcus Bridgewater using her investigation skills. She knows somebody at the Guardian. Is that where he was working? Reuters. Reuters. That's right. At Reuters, who has an old printed picture because uh, Luther has scrubbed the internet of all the pictures of the real Marcus Bridgewater and replaced them with his own. So that's that's a pretty high tech skill that he's got there. Yeah, the captain's got a lot of skills. He can, on a different earth, control the internet. Yeah. Uh, he can... He's got all sorts of weird tech. He seemed, yeah, he's got a lot going for him from a skill set standpoint. But I did like seeing that Lois is very resourceful and she she got to the tr bottom of the truth. She figured out what was what was really going on and that he's not Marcus Bridgewater. I, I like that she's not trusting. I like that she's so resourceful. And I like that uh, she was able to arrive to that. Like she didn't just have that information revealed to her in some way, like by situation. She was able to do that on her own. I liked seeing that. And I'm glad we're finally getting movement on the, this is obviously a big one for the captain, and we're finally getting a lot of movement on that and get things revealed and Clark Lewis finally figured out and they don't drag it the whole season. Mm -hmm. uh, and while they're having this conversation about Marcus Bridgewater, uh, they also talk about the fact that there's a lot of stuff going on that the boys don't know about, and Clark thinks that they should just tell them everything that is going on, completely everything, and Lois disagrees. So a kind of reversal of what we had in the beginning of the season and the, the history that we know where Clark didn't want to tell the boys about his powers and Lois did. So it was interesting to see that dynamic kind of flip. Yeah, I never really got the sense that they were hiding anything yeah. from them recently, but 
I guess this is important to tell them, you know, how involved do they want them to get? And I guess it's getting to the point where for their safety, they need to at least have a, at least, at least a basic idea of what's going on. And we don't, we don't get a whole lot more back and forth uh, between Lois and Clark about should they or should they not, but it, it does at least set up for later in the episode that they're going to, she's going to change her mind and decide to, to tell them everything. Yeah. And like you said, it's very much a flip of the, the pilot. Yeah. Uh, and then Edge is talking to Leslie Lar, and he wants to know who's been hanging out with Lois. He wants to know more about the captain, too. Um, and Leslie ha- comes up with the idea of sending out a small shipment of the X-Kryptonite to, to draw them out. And that's that's going to be the big piece later on in the episode. Uh, but meanwhile, with as we're still with uh, Edge, he wants Lana to start the leadership program, quote-unquote, to find five people to increase their potential or whatever. Obviously, give them X-Kryptonite. Um, but... I think she just started today and she she doesn't know these people, but he has a lot of faith in her to, to find them. She finished her job very quickly. Yes. Yeah, so, what's she what's she do the rest of the year? Is that right. all she had to do? Um he also doesn't really give he, give her any parameters. Nope. Kind of can do some self help, look for some people. Uh kind of random and weird. And if Lana wasn't already concerned, that would probably present some red flags. Would you think, I guess this is another one of the B plots right now, but would you think of, of everything with Lana? This, uh, this is one that is almost unnecessary to the episode because it's going to be more necessary later on, obviously, once mm-hmm. these people get powers. Um, but yeah, I mean, there wasn't a, a whole lot there. I, I did like that Lana understands that this is probably this is bad and she talked to lois earlier about like what should i be looking out for and they kind of talked about like he's trying to give people power so she puts two and two together and can figure out that this is what these people are for i did like that she was hesitant well i liked him sort of just like she was hesitant because we only meet one of the applicants emily and she's Mm -hmm. hesitant to put her in but she didn't seem to have any trouble with the other four like we don't know anything about them she just slapped their names on the board she's fine <laughs> with them getting the ex kryptonite but that's that's more like a, a timing issue with the story you can't go through all these five people maybe they were a bunch of jerks that she found <laughs> yeah I, I continue to like what they're doing with lana she's in a tough spot because yeah like, that was emily the lady who who came in mm-hmm. um obviously she wants to help her and and if this was a real leadership program she would be a good fit but Anna is kind of heartbroken in that she either has to turn her away or potentially send her to her death. Yeah, not a great choice on either <laughs> side. And Edge is still, he's hes pushing for Kyle to be put into this program. So I, I he didn't want Kyle in the role that Lana has, but he wants Kyle to maybe be someone that he gives X kryptonite to. And obviously Lana is doesn't really want to do that. Yeah, I think that could still come in. I think they dropped that in there, but I think that could come back later on. For sure, yeah. Uh, and then we see Luther has his AI working again, the one that the little metal ball that he can talk to, but it's only at 30%, he said, so it's not working at full potential. Uh, but Lois shows up when he's in the RV tinkering with that to confront this Marcus Bridgewater. Uh, and it's it was this was awesome scene because I liked seeing Lois in charge and not taking no for an answer and just basically laying down the rules and being like, okay, well, if you want to work with me, you're going to come here an hour and you're going to explain everything because I know that you're lying, so don't try to mess with me. Yeah. That was cool. Um, but then this starts the, the thread that we see throughout the episode of flashbacks to Luther's Earth, to the captain's Earth, and uh, his life with Lois and their child, Natalie. Uh, they called that Natbug. Natbug. Yeah. And they're Lois and Lois and the captain are cute together. They seem like a nice couple, a nice family. It's, it's weird are. seeing her not with 
with Clark, but that's just the nature of it, I guess. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong, man. Right. Feels weird to see Lois with anyone else, yeah. Um, but in this flashback, we also see evil Superman, Kal-El, and other Kryptonians in the skies destroying buildings. And this is the start of seeing what what happened on his Earth that got him to hate Kal-El so much. Uh, but we go back to the school and John tries to get Sarah not to be mad at Jordan and kind of tells her a half-truth about Tag and they're still keeping her in the dark about the powers and everything. Yeah, um, a fun scene. John, John's in a, been in a tough spot for a while now. Yeah. And so it's cool to see him move with Sarah. He meets a new girl, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where they're going with that. Uh, that all, of course, makes Jordan jealous, but um, a neat little subplot for John here. Yeah. And then we get to see that meeting between Lois and the captain. Um, but while she's doing that, she sends Clark off to investigate. And this is this is the nice part. They, they're literally in the same car together driving, which we haven't really got to see a lot. <laughs> they're, they're always separate, but then they separate to investigate different things at the, the same time. But it's nice to see them working on the same problem together. Working together, I guess. Yeah. The boys aren't playing football two hours a day, so that has freed up 10 hours for Clark to... <laughs> help out lois a little bit i mean he he's spending some time farming so is he but yes <laughs> probably <laughs> how, how long does it take to plant corn i don't know that sounds like a question for another podcast that deals in science. superman powers and science yeah uh but lois he meets she meets with the captain sends clark off to investigate uh he tells her that edge is working on building an army which i i don't know if she knew that she knew that he was trying to give people powers but i don't think she necessarily knew that he was trying to work on building an army but she's got that info now yeah so can we assume edge did something similar on the captain's it, earth it could be or just that he knows that that's what x kryptonite does well there's um, all those kryptonians yeah. in the flashback yeah more people with kryptonian powers yeah uh, but clark as he's investigating he goes in the rv and the the ai greets him as captain luther and obviously that perks his ear um and he wants to know more about that always fun seeing tyler hecklin's facial reactions very yeah. <laughs> underrated part of his performance when he hears yep. captain luther the way he just kind of looks and hmm. definitely um chrissy calls and interrupts the meeting that lois is having and she interrupts because edge is sending out that shipment that the small shipment of excryptonite that is meant to draw people out but they don't know that so she calls and she has to leave um, but their conversation is definitely not done and luther goes back to his rv and sees that Clark was in there on the security camera, but he doesn't think he's a threat. He says he's not important. So obviously he doesn't know that Clark is Kal-El on this earth. It also kind of interesting that he doesn't care that somebody was in his camper poking around. Doesn't seem to bother him. What you going to find? Got some weapons and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but then Clark and Lois are obviously very interested in the fact that he is a Luther and they say, I think they speculate on him being actually Lex Luthor because with everything that's happened with the multiverse, or maybe he's related, a son that they don't know about, but they've got a lot of different theories that they need to work out about who this Luthor is. And this is part of where it could get messy with the whole alternate Earth thing. If they're saying, right, you got to remember the end of Crisis. Yeah. All the heroes knew Earth Prime, but they thought there were no other Earths now. Is that right? Right. Uh, so if this guy is from another universe that should be a big reveal right there that should be huge they didn't know that was possible anymore um and also if they're bringing back up the multiverse which means <laughs> did i don't know it's just that's i'm curious how they handle all this and it's going to get messy potentially um if they if clark 
still has his memories, has memories from Earth 38 before Martian or after Martian Manhunter touched him. <laughs> so I don't know that that all was kind of a throwaway line that has potential to be really messy how they handle this going forward. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not really sure how much they're expecting people to read into that, but it is the the multiverse is never clean to start with, but this definitely does not help explain or cl- clean up our understanding of it as it relates to the show. Like you said, it it opens up a whole lot of questions that I didn't have before. But they keep on investigating, and Clark and Lois follow Edge's convoy that's doing the shipment, uh, but Luther is standing in the road to stop them with a gun. And there's a, a quick little thing, and this is like the only real Superman action other than the, later on, I guess. Uh, but he just... He flies in and takes the van and just goes and puts it on top of a mountain. I don't know how those people got down or what they're going to do, but I just thought that was kind of funny. They'll get down eventually. I thought that was fun. A, a quick, cool use of powers. And this, that whole scene, again, they continue to use powers in cool cool ways. So showing him looking ahead, oh, there's this in two miles. There's Luther. Here's this. Here's what we got to do. I think that's cool seeing the experienced Superman do all that stuff. Yeah. This whole time, too, and... Leslie Lar is still just standing in the same office that she was at the beginning episode <laughs> and using her super hearing to, to hear her. I, it almost feels like she wasn't able to film on location or something and they had to keep her back. <laughs> it, it was a little strange that she was just using her hearing from afar, but it, it doesn't really matter. I just think she's really loyal to Morgan Edge and we don't yeah. know why. Because if she's got these powers, you would think she would go to Hawaii or right. someplace nice on her lunch break and stand around and listen, but she's really loyal. It's Morgan Edge. Uh, but Luther steals the, the X kryptonite. And after that, they, they want to know more about this and they obviously want to know more about the captain. Uh, but he only is going to tell them anything, uh, if they agree to let him meet Superman, because he says that Superman is the only way to stop this. And again, we get some flashbacks from his earth where, uh, Superman kills Lois while she is reporting on TV and, the lowest on that earth has discovered that kryptonite is their vulnerability and talks about how that's what separates us our humanity the humanity is something that these kryptonians don't have so this is not something i don't i i think if you ask me to rank uh put up a, a giant list of things that i want to see in live action some version of kal-el killing some version of lois lane is not going to be on that list anywhere this was a little tough to see if i'm honest i didn't really enjoy that they did that obviously it's quite dramatic and it gives the captain a great reason to hate kal-el but it's at the same time not something i ever really wanted to see yeah uh, i'll just agree with you there i'm not we, we've talked before about the alternate earth evil super stuff and it's not it's probably the part i'm least excited about in the show so far um they could do some cool story with it and we'll still see where it goes but yeah obviously that's not it's tough to watch yeah that being said, though, the, the part about Lois talking about how they don't have humanity and they've discovered kryptonite makes it seem like these are not on this earth. These Kryptonians are not people who were good and turned bad. They just showed up out of nowhere and are conquerors, it seems like, which is at least a little reassuring. I was scared that they were going to have Superman be a hero on this earth, on this alternate earth, on the captain's earth, and then turn into uh, an evil being that wants to kill everybody but if he's just <laughs> evil from the start that's somewhat better i guess yeah um but some of the stuff luther the captain says make me think it's a different way like he he turned and yeah maybe there's something somehow he lost his humanity or something like that and i don't know you know this is kind of just wait and see yep 
Uh, but then once again, we get to see Lois is very smart. She uh, she agrees to let him meet Superman, uh, but only if they can have the the small sample of X kryptonite. And she does that because there's fingerprints on the box that they can give to the DoD and run. So again, she's she's quite crafty. Uh, but then we get to see a, a pretty cool montage of Luther getting ready for Superman, cut with him getting ready for Kal-El on his Earth uh, with his daughter helping him out. I like this sequence. It was it's not necessary, but it was cool to see cool to see um yeah and some quick some of the quick cuts were tough to follow what was present day what was in the past yeah. <laughs> um like you could just tell if nat was there um but yeah montage uh and chrissy does does some investigation on her own and says that luther is definitely not related to their luther and we're gonna find out pretty soon why um, but yeah he's he's not related <laughs> i wouldn't take lex luther's publicist's no word for that <laughs> <laughs> uh obviously we know they're not related i wouldn't take a, that word from there but it is it was nice to get you know just talking about lex luther here and yeah we, we don't know their history or if they've met or anything like that but it is cool this earth prime lex luther mentioned and have a a role obviously we don't see john cryer who knows if we will but it's cool to see that mentioned yeah uh, but Superman goes and holds up his end of the bargain. He goes to meet the captain. Um, and the captain says he wants to save the world by eliminating the threat. And I want to know what the threat is. And then he speaks to him in Kryptonian and says, I think you know, Kal-El. So that is a bit of a big reveal for him. And he immediately puts together. He knows, Clark knows that he's the stranger. He says, you're the stranger. Um, and yes. he goes he goes after him. And he's got motion-activated red sun lights in his RV that stop Superman in his tracks, which is... I don't know where he got that tech, but that's pretty cool. I can get those at Walmart. <laughs> oh, okay. I got all kinds of source. We did see him. Work. He did have the he, uh, yeah the camper owner owner's manual out there. <laughs> yeah, it's in there um, somewhere. If, if anybody actually read the owner's manual, they would see <laughs> has all that information right in there, guys. And does it, it explains why he's been driving this old kind of beat up <laughs> RV around? That's the special one that's got the red sun in it. So, um, but this is where we get the big reveal that uh luther he's not luther he's john henry iron so we could stop calling him luther from now on and he has the cheesy but cool line <laughs> uh you're not the man of steel i am and again plays on the title of the episode man of steel so they were hinting i don't know i didn't know they were gonna go with john henry iron so i had no idea but like now you can see with the title and all this stuff like oh okay he's steel so he's he's got the hammer um the hammer looks pretty cool and he uses it uh pretty well cool yeah um so what do you think about this reveal i don't know um i will say I, john henry irons is one of my favorite superman supporting heroes of probably my number one uh if i was making a list of other heroes john henry irons would probably be number one and then a long yeah. drop off to like <laughs> maxima or gangbuster or something yeah um so that is cool but this is a weird way that's why i'm kind of wait and see this is obviously the big reason why i'm so wait and see on this episode um now knowing that he's john henry irons i think the casting is great he's got yeah, all yeah. the charm and um it's really built and like it's good casting for john henry irons so it could be really cool i'm not sure where they're going with the character here this is obviously a very different thing and, and kind of a confusing thing i would if this was John Henry Irons on Earth Prime, the one that died six years ago, and we got more of his story, that would be a, a no-brainer, really cool thing. Um, having him come off as a villain and wanting to kill Superman and all that is a is a different approach. Um, yeah. So I'm not. That's why I'm not sure how I feel about it till I see how this season plays out. I I would be really really shocked. Like this, I think to me this almost ninety nine percent convinces me that they're going to go the direction i want them to go where he is going to be converted to actually liking superman 
And like you said, he's going to end up being his, not sidekick, but he's going to end up being a supporting hero because they decided to go with John Henry Irons. So this this makes me feel better. It's a weird choice. It would be really, really not ideal. He just ends up still being a villain and never has some sort of conversion moment. Well, yeah, it's it's just strange to think about it. I think he will ultimately become a hero. And we've already seen how he's got heroic tendencies in the past. Yeah. Um, it is, the multiverse angle is obviously kind of strange. And just thinking about him hanging out there, it's just weird and conflicting because that's his wife there and Lois, but it's not obviously. So it's like, what am I supposed to root for here? Right. Uh, and some of that's good writing. Sometimes it's a little confusing. Uh, like in Superman returns when Richard white is like this nice guy who mm-hmm. raises this kid for five years who he doesn't even know isn't his and, um, does all that and tries to play and he's a real nice guy, real heroic, but you're also supposed to root for Clark and Lois. So exactly. yeah. it's a little confusing <laughs> there. And with the multiverse thrown in here, it's, kind of muddies things up a lot of ways if and that, that's all long-term stuff if john henry irons is sticking around in season two and he's like what are his feelings on lois there i think it, it it all is muddied and confusing mixed in with this evil superman thing and all of that yeah so that's why i'm like let's wait and see how this plays out and on this earth john henry irons looks exactly the same and has the same fingerprints so i i, I don't know what sort of history this our john henry irons for back like lack of a better word i don't know what sort of history he has exactly um and if it's it's what we've seen already like you said died six years ago uh but i don't know if we'll get to see any anything from him i'm assuming he wasn't steel on this planet Uh, on earth prime (laughs) in in this version of it yes oh gosh um (laughs) yeah i would guess so his backstory typically comic book is superman once saved him rescued him Mm -hmm. he's a superman fan and he's got some technology and when superman dies the death of superman story he steps forward as a hero inspired by him got a cool suit got the hammer got everything uh so this is obviously a very different approach in that way so um you know he's one of the four supermen that appears after the death of superman he's he's the one what i liked about him so much is he's the one that has the heart almost of superman the moral standing and that's why he's my favorite he's got all these different powers and he's just a human with a cool suit and everything but he's got the heart of superman and that's what i like about him um this is uh, (laughs) this one's obviously got some stuff going on maybe ptsd or something like that and obviously been some through something traumatic on his earth but it's almost like the um bruce wayne in batman v superman approach yeah where he is a character traditionally known as a hero and the approach is uh, see him, you know, his goal is now to kill Superman because of what he's seen a Kryptonian battle do because he's seen a vision of Superman destroying people. Uh, so he is trying to preemptively kill Superman. Uh, yeah. That seems to be the approach. Maybe. And going back to what you said about him being the one of the, the four Supermen that comes after the death of Superman in that, in that arc, uh, he's the one with the heart of Superman. That's what I'm hoping is going to be the connection between the Superman that we know and love on this earth and this John Henry Irons from the other earth who knows bad Kal-El. I hope that he does have that heart and he's going to recognize that in this in this Clark Kent and connect to him on that. Uh, yeah. He'll realize their wives have the same name and they will really be able to move <laughs> forward uh, as a team together. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on. Uh, irons is he's beating up clark with his hammer he he gives a 
a cool sciencey explanation about how the hammer works. It's nice to know that we don't need to like, it's a superhero show. He, he can beat him up with a big hammer, but it's cool that there's an explanation of, Oh, I got to get this far away. And if I throw it that far away, then it's the same strength as Superman punching you. So that, that was cool to see. Uh, but Leslie Lars, she's still, she's eavesdropping. She hears all of this going on and okays the shipment, uh, the full shipment to go out with all of the, the ex kryptonite. Um, but this is this is where we're we're getting some more motivation from Irons, and he tells Superman that this is all just a hero act. It's just propaganda before he turns on this world, and he he wasn't able to kill the Kal El on his planet, so we now know that he he failed, which I think is we already assumed, but he was not able to kill Kal El on his planet. Right. Um, so this is where it makes me think this was once a Superman who was a hero. Yeah. Something happened, like there was some divergent event that happened that turned him villain. I don't know. I, I'm still holding out hope that he only knows, like, the only Kryptonians he know is from his Earth. And I'm hoping that he maybe he just thinks that underneath everything, Kryptonians are always evil no matter what, because all he's known are evil Kryptonians that have been evil their whole lives. And so maybe he's just thinking that this Superman is a Kryptonian and he is eventually going to unleash his, his plan, which is to rule this world like those other Kryptonians I know. So I'm holding out hope that it's that way. But yes, this does seem to suggest like you said, that there was some good version of a Kryptonian on their planet that turned evil. Yeah, and I don't know, because they're also doing things, going back to last episode in this one, it, I, I don't know if they're trying to hint that Earth... <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I'm sick of multiple Superman. <laughs> Our Superman, yes. They've been hinting yeah. that he's going to go bad, maybe. Like he has some rage issues, yeah, or anger issues, like he showed last week. And then this week where they did, um, he was going after irons was knocked out yeah you know jordan didn't attempt to murder anyone this week but did jonathan maybe he he hit him pretty hard with the truck which he wasn't even in his suit so (laughs) yeah uh john john henry gosh we need more names in comic books uh he turned his hammer and kind of deflected yeah (laughs) that's kind of what saved him um so two weeks in a row cat boys attempting a murder yeah, going back to the I, uh, this is the part I l- liked probably the least was Superman's eyes going red and him winding up for the punch of the yeah. knocked out irons and Lois has to come in and tell him to stop. I, this is the part I was alluding to earlier when we weren't talking about spoilers of they seem to be hinting at like, oh, we could go this really bad direction. We could have this Superman turn evil on this planet, just like the other planet. But I can't imagine that they would actually do that. But it's a little bit annoying that they're kind of hinting that that's even a possibility it seems like that's what they want us to think at least um, right he's got the rage he's got the red eyes he's got the fist punch a defenseless dude who's been mm-hmm. defeated there um and then lois saying something is what stops him so i don't know if they're trying to say without lois he would just be this murderous piece of garbage yeah um which is an approach <laughs> uh I, I, I would not say my preferred one but yeah I'm not, that's what it seems like they're hinting at that as much as I, I wasn't a fan of this, there was one cool little part that I didn't notice on the first time, but on the second point, uh, watch through that from Iron's point of view, Superman's suit changes to black as he's on the ground and his eyes turn red and everything. And that was just a nice little touch to to show that he's maybe having like PTSD or flashbacks from his Earth of the evil Kal-El. And also showed another suit for mm-hmm. Hecklin. So like the his main suit, but in black instead of... His old black suit <laughs> from elsewhere. Right. This is all getting very confusing. <laughs> um, but so wrapping up the, that fight between Irons and uh, Clark, we see that Edge has personally chose Emily Fawn for 
the fifth subject, the, the woman that Lana was talking to earlier. Um, and we get to see him talking to Leslie about how she was the only one who hasn't rejected X kryptonite yet. So I, I don't know what's special about her, what why she was able to keep the X kryptonite and why she is so loyal to Edge, but we'll we'll probably find that out later. That would be my guess, yeah. Uh, but Irons is he's locked up at the the DOD. Uh, he's probably going to escape at some point. I don't. I've I've yet to meet a prison in any of these shows that actually holds people when they're supposed to. Uh, well, remember, Sam started Project Seven Seven Three Four on yes. the advice of this guy. So I think Sam and him may be having a chat for in sure. The future. Yeah, I, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, and then we kind of wrap up the episode. The the way that I I like it when they do it, and they've done this a few times, of Lois and Clark on the porch kind of reflecting on the day. Maybe it's been more than one day, but reflecting on the episode. Um, but she's mad that she's supposed to be this great reporter but wasn't able to know about Irons. But I feel like maybe she's being a little hard on herself <laughs> that she didn't know that he was some guy from another planet. Um, but How did I not know he right. was a dead guy from across the multiverse <laughs> coming here to kill Superman? Well, How did I not time. see that? Right. <laughs> Now she knows for next time. Um, but Lois, she's changed her mind. She says that they should tell the boys all of the truth now. And Clark agrees. And Jordan and Jonathan make up. They geek out about how cool it was to run somebody over in, in a truck. Hopefully they don't do that multiple times. Or they only do that when that's necessary. Um, but then <laughs> Lois and Clark tell the boys everything. Basically, we, we cut away. But I, I'm assuming there's going to be quite a long discussion that night of asking questions and giving away classified secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get we get one last flashback. Uh, of Irons having to leave his daughter because he's found Kal El and he's going to go kill him. Obviously, that didn't work out. And we get the the throwaway explanation of the AI is still programmed for Lex Luthor. So I wonder what the Lex Luthor on this planet was doing with that AI. Um, but that's why it referred to him as Captain Luthor. So, oh, so the suit was it yeah. clear? Did he had he previously worked on that, and was that he developing that for Luthor Corp? I think so. I think he had previously worked on it, was making it for Luther, and then like made some Stole adjustments, it yeah, to, or took it home from work one day. And that's what I like. That's how I understood it. Yeah, because yeah. he has said he worked for Lex Luthor in the past, right? Or Lu- worked for Luther Corp. Worked for Luther Corp and expressed that he doesn't really like Luther. So I wonder if Luther is evil on that planet, or at least not a nice guy. But yeah, that that wraps up this episode. A whole lot uh, happened. Very heavy on Stranger. Very heavy on. John Henry Irons, we now know uh, who this person is. Um, I I still am hopeful for the direction that the show is going. It just it's the hinting at the the bad Superman that I'm not a big fan of. But there's there's so much good stuff other than this that uh, I I'm still very happy with this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks like there are questions at the end there. Um, we don't know what happened to Irons after he went to confront his Superman and how he ended up on this Earth. Uh, so I think there's more, a lot more story to fill in the gaps there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is all for this episode. We're going to get into some, a little bit of comic book stuff and a little bit of looking forward to next week's and some news, a lot to, a lot to get through. We'll still hear. We'll hurry up quick. Um, other comic book stuff. Obviously we talked about John Henry Irons. Natasha Irons is the niece of John Henry Irons. Mm-hmm. Natasha, Nat, um, very in character as Natalie, his son, her, his daughter here uh so i don't know if that's meant to be the same character just with a little twist or or what but it seemed very similar in a lot of ways very similar and in the comic books she becomes steel and then a bunch of other superheroes as she gets more powers but she does she kind of takes up her uncle's hammer and uh 
also does that i i doubt we're gonna see a whole lot more from this character on this show but i, I could be wrong um, yeah i don't know irons hasn't said he was planning to go back to his earth that's not his goal which you would think it would be is that destroyed or does he not know his way back uh is she still around how is that happening so a lot of right. questions there uh next episode holding the wrench there's a brief little promo there what do you think uh this it, again not a whole lot to go off but i i do like that it the focus seems to be lois and superman trying to convince irons that the superman won't turn on humanity i don't think they're going to be able to do it in that episode but that <laughs> is the I, i'm hoping eventually that that is that is what uh they're able to do with this john henry irons is connect on the heart level and convince them that uh the superman actually is human uh he has humanity and uh is good yeah uh it looks like they a lot more story for irons backstory stuff there next week uh let's talk some news season one finale is going to be tuesday august 17th the cw has announced so that means there's going to be four more weeks off at some point between now and the finale yeah not not unsurprising i wonder if it'll be two two week breaks or if it'll be one four week break that and say did they no no okay no no, they're not going to give us that specific information this far (laughs) out that would be too helpful uh and it looks like season two which show has already been renewed for will they be mid-season which means early probably january 2022 yeah that's a that's a bit of a fast turnaround but i'm sure they're they're capable of it but it'll it'll be nice to get back to it that quickly well and then if you were expecting fall which i think some people were um yeah (laughs) so i wonder if this is uh i would expect something around 15 episodes again with this show taking longer to film taking a couple more days to film i don't think we're ever gonna get 20 plus episode seasons or anything like that uh at the current pace and since they're going so late into filming this year, you know, they're still working on season one. Um, it would obviously have been tough to see it any sooner than January because they'll need a break after the season and, and then to get back into things. Yeah. And it's, it's perfectly fine with me if we never get to the, the kind of 22 season or 22 episode seasons. I, I would like them to get to 22 seasons, but they don't need to have 22 oh episodes in them. <laughs> um, yeah. And th- this is really more of a hybrid network mm-hmm. streaming show Yeah, where it's, it's kind of, a streaming show that first appears on the CW. They're taking a little bit more time with each episode and everything like that. So it makes sense to have, have it work like that. Yep. Uh, kind of news here. The Flash Season 8 is going to open with a five-episode event in the fall of 2021. So the Flash isn't even starting till November. And it's going to feature a five-episode event. It's going to be their fall season, I guess, is five episodes. But it's going to feature other CW vs. Heroes. Haven't confirmed any names yet who's going to appear. Obviously, certainly a possibility superman and lois somebody from them shows up uh but it's going to be kind of a crossover it sounds like but only on one yeah basically they're just going to bring in other cw characters onto the flash but it it would be cool to see superman and lois characters come over in some way i i don't know how you would use them um, but it would be cool to see yeah without knowing any more information it's just is probably going to take place of any crossover next year or maybe there will be many crossovers with restricting restrictions easing later in the year um but maybe a chance to see superman in between seasons and along those lines the cw other shows naomi has been ordered to series painkiller the black lightning spinoff has not been picked up so supergirl and black lightning both ending this year there's going to be superman lois the flash batwoman legends of tomorrow Stargirl and Naomi. I think those last two film in Atlanta, so it would be tougher to do our four crossovers, but uh, just a little update on possible crossover stuff down the line. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.